Welcome to the Tim Biscuit Podcast. Before we get on with today's podcast, I just want to say a massive thanks and give a massive shout out to our sponsors that are RuneSilk.com, they're a bird care company, and Tenga.co.uk, they're a sex toy company. With both these companies, you can get 10% off your first order or orders by using the code TINBISCUIT at checkout. That's the code TINBISCUIT, capital T, capital B. Use that to get yourself some discounts. Um, how you all been? Hope you've been all okay. Uh, if you're in the UK, I hope you survived the deadly storm. We've had snow today where I'm from. Drove up in the hills, the wolds, to see the snow, and it's pretty cool, to be fair. It was nice. Um, now it's just turned shitty. I'm on the seafront, uh, just watching the tide come in. And I thought I'd do a podcast. Uh, a podcast about the paranormal. Um, so I'm going to do a few of these. <clears throat> this is just a sort of an introduction thing. And then we'll try and focus each podcast on a certain aspect of the paranormal. Now, the paranormal, um, people would assume, are just ghosts. But the paranormal does include things like spontaneous human combustion, aliens, UFOs, um, anything that sort of outside of the known scientific world is paranormal. Um, But mainly we will be focusing on the ghost aspect of it. I've been into it for a long, long time, uh, and the reason why is because I suffered. I suffered because I experienced some um, paranormal activity when I was about three years old, four years old, and it was um, in our old house. Um, Before I get into my experiences, my brother did say that he could float around the room and dark arms would come out the wall and the hands would just wave to him and he was floating around the room. Um, he experienced that. Apparently, I used to say to my nana when she was looking after me, um, look out there and wave to people. And when she asked who I was waving at and speaking to, there was no one there. Um, I used to wake up at night, which is, isn't uncommon for a two-year-old, three-year-old. But when my mum couldn't calm me down, it was only my dad. And the excuse I gave was because... My mum had snakes in her hair, or snakes for hair, um, and that's what just set me off. That happened. Um, I can. I have told this story before, I think, on a podcast. But anyway, um, my brother coloured me one of these posters in. I don't know if you're old enough to, or young enough, or old enough to remember. You had these felt pens, sort like sort of things. And you could buy this blank canvas, but it was sort of the picture was already there. It was just like for you colouring in. Um, he did me one of them. Um, I'd put it on my door. And at that age, I wanted the door open. So the door was facing me with this picture on it. Um, and in the middle was like this dark figure thing. It's like all black, but it was a picture in sort of like greys and that and blacks. Um, and it was my mum with massive curly hair with a mouth wide wide open and my brother on his knees with a dead straight face but the eyes were really wide open I can I can envision it now or I can see it now it was so scary so so scary um what else happened just general noises scratching um sounds was there I I complained about um and Back in the 80s when voice recorders just came out, um, me and my brother and my dad was playing with it. It was all fun and games, but when we played it back, there was a deep voice over mine, 
when I was like, like laughing and singing because we were singing a madness song. Well, I was attempting to. I was young. Um, so, yeah, um, that would be classed as an EVP, electronic voice phenomenon. Phenomenon. Uh, we will cover that as well. Um, but, yeah, I just thought I'll do these podcasts and try and explain a bit about what I researched and found out. So that's why I'm interested in the paranormal. Then ever since then, it grew to aliens, UFOs, <clears throat> crypto um, animals, crypt cryptozoology. Um, yeah, and I've just got really into it. I've done a bit of investigation myself. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's been cool. It's been scary. It's been creepy. It's been fun. Um, but yeah, that's one of the well, that is one of the reasons why I got into para uh, the, like paranormal. And then when we moved the old house uh, to the new house. Forgive me if I'm skipping and jumbling things up. Um, so when we moved from that house, that I had that experience into the new house. Again, I was a bit old and I could hear scratching in the walls um, and tapping and things like that. And then I can remember I was choosing a Mr. Man book for my dad to read to me before I went to bed. And I put my favourite Fisher-Price toy behind me. <clears throat> then I was knelt down looking at the cupboard going through all the books and then it just flew over my shoulder and I looked round and there was no one there and that literally scared me to death that was one of the scariest things that's ever <laughs> happened um, and again it's, that could be classed as maybe the cult, the, cult, the poltergeist effect the poltergeist effect the poltergeist effect um, <clears throat> so we can look at that as well what the poltergeist is or what we think what we think what like um, parapsychologists think poltergeists are um, so yeah we're going to cover everything in the podcast and I hope you like it it's going to be something cool um, I've already done one about the Ouija board I've just released that so but we will cover that um, where can it contact demons um, and the dead and things alike and that's a pretty in-depth one so I probably won't cover the Ouija board again thinking about it no but um where I live, on the east coast of the UK, England, um, we've got a church near us called Skidbrook Church. So if you just Google Skidbrook Church, Lincolnshire, um, it will bring up everything, what it's associated with. It's got a really cool history. It dates back to the 13th century. It's got four unmarked graves from, I think it was merchant sailors that got washed up in World War Two or World War One. It might have not been in any World War, actually, but they are unmarked graves. <clears throat> there it is quite well known in the uk for being haunted reports of a horned beast has been seen roaming there um roaming in the graveyard uh, rods have been captured on video um and also photographed there well video if you slow it down um strange lights in the sky bangs breathing um feel of unease it's all sort of happened there it, it could all point to maybe a portal of some sort because there's a lot of activity if that's if you believe in portals there's a lot of activity from different sections of the paranormal like people have reported going in there then there's like storm clouds gathering but it wasn't like that when like the guy then they went when it left how reliable it is nobody really knows but it was used in the 70s i believe and 80s for devil worshipping uh and then it 
commonly you'll find a beheaded bird in there or some sort of weird symbol. Uh, I found a Ouija board in there before. Um, there's always candles in there, but it's used a lot by parapsychologists as well, or ghost hunters. So, yeah, um, it's quite a cool place. So, yeah, you can Google that, Skidbrook Church. And because we're on the coast as well, we've got a training facility for the RAF, but I know the US Air Force use it as well, and that's Donnanook. And we've got a seal colon, a colony of seals that are colony. We've got a shitload of seals there that are always there on the tidal line. It's, it's way out. But in December, November time, they'll come in. and I think it's November, December time. Could be wrong. They'll come in and they give birth to the pups and that. But they're always there. That's used as a bombing range or a test range for planes. Um, there is electronic targets there now, I do believe. But sometimes they do use live rounds. Because you can sometimes see the planes coming in. And you see the sand flick out. Then you hear the... Um, and that's cool. And once they're not bombing there, the red flags are down. You can walk out, see the seals, see all the shrapnel and shit. That the planes fire. But there was an incident. I think it was two thousand and eleven. It could have been two thousand and ten or something like that. Or even, yeah, I think it was two thousand and eleven or ten. Um, a wind turbine, Conning's home, got hit by something apparently, and it collapsed it um at the time of that happening there was loads of ufo reports from sort of Lowthway, marsh chapel north Coates, all them sort of little villages that's sort of right near donanook there was loads of people reporting like a ufo with like sort of tentacles just like strange lights in the sky weird happenings um <clears throat> black triangles but funnily enough Around that time, I think someone was testing a um, UVA, like some sort of drone thing, and it was called Tyrannus, the name of thunder for the Celtic god, Celtic god. Um, so that is probably the main cause of that wind turbine. But apparently, that wind turbine just fell apart. It just it just lost its strength and just fell apart. But yeah. So, I live in quite an interesting area. Uh, I also live near a privatised weapon testing base, which is called Sky Dock. I will be doing a podcast so solely on Sky Dock, because it's really interesting. Um, and it could relate to some sort of earthquake that was experienced in 2007 in the UK. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Gone off a bit of a tangent there. So, um... <clears throat> We'll talk about some of the, like, different types of ghost hauntings, like residual, a, like a residual haunting would be where you would see a Roman soldier, say, in the field, just walking along and disappearing. He wouldn't know you're there, he's not sentient, or they're not a sentient being, um, it's just a recording in time. Um, so the theory is, in certain environments, at certain times, um, the environment itself can record a happening and then at certain times again replay this happening um, so it's just like a tape vhs or dvd being played in our rea in our reality um, and going back um that's why if i ever did an investigation or that's why i say to people if you're exp it, it, 
sorry, if, if you're experiencing paranormal activity, always keep a diary. Just get an exercise book and a pencil. A pencil's better than a pen because the pens tend to be shitty nowadays. So get a nice pencil or a nicely sharpened pencil or just any pencil. Just get a pencil and an exercise book. Date what time it happens. Date the date. And if you can, try and date the weather conditions and also just date what happened in much detail. Um, don't sort of leave it and do it a day later because you will forget vital things that happen. Now, the basis of having a diary when you've got paranormal activity happening is will it produce a pattern? If it produces a pattern, you could maybe point to it being more environmental than a ghost and then you'd go down that route but not solely down that route but that would point off if it's erratic that would warrant more in, like investigation depending on what the activity would be um <clears throat> if is it happening only if it's raining then again we can look to a natural cause so having a diary is so important because it gives you so much backstory and so much evident well evidence to go on and investigate because when i used to do oh <coughs> excuse me sorry when i used to do I hadn't, I hadn't even got any water fucking shit um when i used to do investigations i used to go meet the people talk to them they'd tell me what's happening then we would say right we'll come back in a week or in two days or maybe tomorrow and we would do a um questionnaire and there'll be about 40 or 50 questions on this questionnaire. Fill it out, we'll go and study that, and then we will come back and just talk the, um, over the questionnaire, give them our views, and then we'll see if they wanted an investigation. Um, because that's the simplest way for me to do it in a, a, as much scientific or as much proper way as I can imagine. Um, because you can maybe just normally solve it from the questionnaire. Um, so, yeah, because wood expands, wood creaks, so does metal um, and things, So it, and it produces bangs and cracks. And then you might get the incidences as well. This is also why you want to keep a diary as a natural occurrence happening alongside a paranormal happening. So it'd be really hard so them diaries are so important to have um because i went to one person uh the first time it was this old lady and she was having trouble with banging her dog was just looking at this wall banging scraping it and that the old footsteps and everything uh and she said oh i thought you was gonna bring all like your equipment and i went no well, no that's not how it works and sort of things like that is just come from most haunted I never really used a psychic or a medium because I don't really believe in in it per se. Um, again, we'll do a podcast on psychics and that. If anyone knows any psychics that want to come on the podcast, that's cool. I've never seen a psychic. I know there's a lot of techniques that they use, cold reading and things like that. Um, again, we will do a podcast uh, and about that. Um, and mediums, Har like Harry Houdini, spent most of his career trying to find an original medium but or a sp 
some sort of psychic and there was nothing that he found that he couldn't replicate or figure out um so he's got a bell i believe he's got a bell at his grave at houdini's grave they've like got a bell and they said if there is an afterlife or any sort of life af after this one i will come and ring my bell because that was a common thing wasn't it back home like then if i might the buried and then, and like you want dead, they'll have a bell to ring, to say, "Hey, you fucked up. I'm not dead." Um, so yeah, <laughs> they can use techniques like cold reading. Um, but yeah, it's like a really interesting field. So I would, I think the n next podcast we'll talk about is the poltergeist effect uh, and how it was perceived to be because it is naughty naughty it's called noisy ghost in german i believe poltergeist uh we're going to talk about that the poltergeist effect and see if it actually is a separate being or what parapsychologists believe to be from the living person themselves and there's a lot of evidence to support it's actually nothing ghostly or mischievous it's coming from the person themselves um so yeah we'll talk about that one example of that before I end this, end this podcast is with the poltergeist. No, in actual fact, I'll leave it for the fucking podcast because otherwise it'll just blend into one. But thanks for listening. If you want to come on at all and speak about anything, you're more than welcome to. Um, it's a free speech podcast. It's all unedited and everyone is welcome to talk about anything they want to talk about. I've had soap stars on, horror directors... Um, MPs, trans people, anti-trans people. Um, I've had a leader of a far-right group on. Um, I've had vegans on. God, who else have I had on? Chefs. I've, I've had loads of people and loads of people about loads of dead interesting subjects. And there's me speaking crap. So go check out all my other podcasts. Um, Porn Stars, Dominatrixes. <laughs> I've had, had loads of people on. But if you want to come on, you can come on. Uh, just like, email me or find me on Twitter. The reason why I've got Twitter is because I had to do something to promote it. And I've got a lot of podcasts through that. Um, otherwise, I want on social media. So oh, I was just banging them out. And whoever got them, got them. Which I can't really have. Because it, it was just take, but like now the podcasting's gone cool. It's going well. So yeah, if you want to come on it, you, you're more than welcome to. Um, if you don't, don't. As I say, it's all free speech. Everyone's opinion should be heard. Um, and the tide has got in quite a lot. It's so nice living on the coast, just watching the like tide come in and out. Beautiful. But yeah, so. The next podcast to do with the paranormal will be about poltergeist, the poltergeist effect. So cool beans. Right, everyone take care. Have a nice weekend. Try and not get blown away. Try and not to get blown away. Fucking, I can't even speak sometimes. Um, by the wind in the UK because it's so strong. Um, and yeah, just keep fighting that good fight. If anyone's in Canada and they're getting or they're involved in the truckers' protest, the convoy um, thing, or a protest themselves, or just don't just doesn't agree with what um, is happening there, or does agree, you can come on the podcast. 
plays because in the West, well, especially where in like England, there's nothing in the news really about what's going on with the truckers in Canada. So if there's anyone in Canada who knows a trucker that would like to come on a podcast that we can try and get the word about, the like word out there more um, and people aware of what's going on in Canada in general, that'd be brilliant. That'd be brilliant. So if we could sort that, that'd be brilliant. It probably would never happen because never, nothing never fucking happens when I ask it to happen. So, uh, but that'd be cool if we could get someone on here. Um, Yeah, so take care. Thanks for listening. Bye.